Welcome to the P-Money Show, where your host, Paulina Salazar, talks real estate. We're recording now. All right. So FHA versus conventional. I get asked this question all the time, whether or not a buyer should go FHA, use an FHA loan versus a conventional loan. Um, my first impression on a conventional or I'm sorry, on an FHA loan is that it's like a first time home buyer loan. So could you maybe clarify, Sean, what the difference is between both of them, but maybe first introduce each one. Okay. Yeah. So you're pretty spot on. FHA is primarily for, and it doesn't have to be a first time home buyer, but it's typically for somebody that is less qualified, a little, a little less qualified in maybe one or more than one area of, of a typical loan qualification. And by that, it's, it's typically credit scores or lower uh, or higher debt ratios and uh, certainly less down payment. Okay. So FHA is a lot more forgiving in all of those, in all of those regards, whereas conventional is uh, a lot more strict on those. Why would somebody go conventional over FHA? Okay. Um, there are many reasons. One of which is FHA has what they call an upfront mortgage insurance premium. So you have to pay FHA charges 1.75% of the loan amount for a fee for an FHA loan. So um, right off the bat, you're paying thousands and thousands of dollars. You don't pay that out of your pocket, but it's rolled into the loan. Um, that's one. The other is mortgage insurance. Uh, FHA's PMI is called mortgage insurance premium, where that is, uh, it is for the life of the loan on an FHA loan. It used to be years ago, you would eventually lose your mortgage insurance on an FHA loan, but not anymore. You will have that for the life of the loan. So even if you if you owe half of what the house is worth, and if you're still in that FHA loan, you're going to have PMI. So those are the two major drawbacks uh, for for an FHA versus conventional. So I tell people do conventional at all, at all, if at all possible. Okay, but like for example, there's another misconception that twenty percent down is what is needed to buy a house, right? But 20% down is all that's needed in order for you not to have the mortgage insurance. However, could it also be, F could you put down 20% down on an FHA loan also and not have mortgage insurance or would that have to be a conventional loan or does it depend on the debit or debts and, and all of that? Okay. So a couple of, a couple of answers there to your questions. One is you can put however much money you want down on an FHA loan, but make no mistake, you will always have PMI. So the only reason that you would put more money down on an FHA loan is uh, to keep your payments to keep your payment low. However, there would have to be another reason to go into an FHA loan if you're putting 20% down, and that that might be um, high debt ratios, lower credit scores, um, you know, a lot of reasons. For instance, you can close a, an FHA loan in the mid 500s low 500 sometimes. Um, whereas if you have a conventional, you know, a conventional is a hard requirement, no variable, no variance there on, on, on having to have a 620 credit score to go conventional. Got it. So then 
conventional is pretty much the only loan that would allow you to pay more upfront as far as your down payment goes and not have mortgage insurance. It's the only mainstream loan. Uh, our, our call, I think it was what, a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago when we did, we did the non-QM loans. Um, non-QM loans do not carry um, mortgage insurance. Um, so, so yeah, that, that, that would be one, another loan. Um, and then of course, VA, there's you know, VA doesn't carry mortgage insurance either, but, but that's a specific loan. So yes, pretty much it, it's conventional, uh, is the only one that you'll be able to avoid the PMI on. Okay. So I forgot. So yeah, VA loans also don't have mortgage insurance. So, okay. Is there anything as far as like requirements? Obviously I know you had mentioned just now FHA, you, there's different requirements for both pretty much. Can you kind of elaborate on that? Um, yeah. So, okay. Specifically in the state of California, what a lot of people don't understand, and even and even <laughs> professionals in the business, uh, is California is a community property state, uh, meaning you know, that your your wife, your spouse, your spouse, ha- all they have to be considered. They have to either be on the loan, and if they're not on the loan, uh, you have to pull credit on the spouse and count the count the spouse's debts against the qualifying debt ratios for the buyer. So. Um, so that, that's one, one, one major difference, um, as far as qualifying, qualifying. So, um, so that's one, the down payments, three and a half percent versus a 5% for a conventional. Um, and, uh, as far as, as far as guidelines, um, FHA, the other thing to consider and and Paulina, you and I come up against this a lot with, with having a a pretty good mix of FHA and conventional buyers that you have. Um, if they're buying a condo, the condominium complex has to be approved by FHA. And these days, that's that's a lot of them aren't these days because of the, the the condominium the HOA has to go through a lot of hoops to be approved FHA. So they just don't do them as much anymore. Is that why it's just more of a headache, or is it? Is it more of like? who it's pretty much owner occupied versus like a rental is that just is that why some are just only taking conventional loans because i do see that a lot when i'm showing homes it's like we have an fha buyer and they're looking for a condo or a townhome because maybe they can't afford an actual home it's like we're coming across that problem where we can't get them in that because the complex itself is not FHA approved. So are they just not FHA approved because, you know, it's maybe owner occupied less and there's more renters in there or very, very good. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's a multitude of reasons. So FHA has requirements, for instance, um, uh, yeah, you, you spoke to the main one, which is, uh, owner occupancy. Um, there are certain guidelines on percentages and it depends on how many units are in the complex. Um, you know, how, how many owners there are. So one particular owner can't own, uh, depending on how many units there are, can't own a lot of different, uh, you know, can't own a majority of, uh, higher than typically 20% of the entire, um, complex. So, so that is one of the biggest deterrents. And the other is really, it's just laziness from the HOA. They're saying, 
hey, we're going to sell, we're selling these homes regardless, jumping through all these hoops for FHA. Um, but, but yeah, occupancy being is, 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 is most certainly the, the biggest deterrent uh, from them being FHA approved. Okay. And then I have seen conventional programs that are also as little as 3%. So can you maybe explain like why that is or what are the real options for conventional buyers as far as down payment? Yep. So conventional, you can do as little as, as little as 3% down there. It's a little, um, a little tougher uh, for different programs. Um, you, you may have heard of home possible, um, Home Possible, uh, Home Advantage. They're they're, they're two different um, two different programs that uh, will allow you to do a first time home buyer to do three percent down. Um, but they often come with income restrictions. It's it's meant for low to moderate income. So there are income guidelines um, restrictions on on those three percent down programs. Um, and they are typically for first time home buyers. Paulina, you and I just came across one. Um, where going 97% wasn't an option because we had a we had a non-occupying co-sign a co-borrower, which is fancy word for a co-signer. Um, on, on a on a 3% down conventional loan, you can't. They have to all be owner occupant. So, so there are a lot of a lot of things that you have to look at on the grand scheme of of every particular loan to fit that guideline. So basically, the long story short is there's just a lot more a uh, lot more. Um, hoops to go through to for the 3% down. Got it. And then a random question I just had. So for an FHA borrower, if there's, if you need a co-signer for an FHA um, loan, does that borrower need to live in the home? No. So that's the unique part of FHA, which again is they're very, very forgiving. They're wanting to, they're, they're, they're a really, a really good option for somebody that doesn't fit that 3% down because of maybe the occupancy of their co-signer. Um, FHA does not require the co-signer to live in the property. They can be a non-occupant co-borrower, which is really, really good. And we do that very often, uh, especially in California with, with, in my opinion, one of the largest, uh, um, you know, the, the, the biggest obstacles on home buying are debt ratios because of the prices and the value. So um, FHA does not require you to to, to live in it to be a co-signer, which is really good. But the other thing you think about is, okay, well then, if you want to go FHA for that person that wants a condo, well, then sometimes a condo is not approvable. So yeah. there's just so many things that go into it. Okay. So you as a lender, since you see everything on the back end, do you, like, if you had a preference to go with one or the other, which one would you say would be best? Under what circumstance, Paulina? I guess I guess just it is a, lo- it's a loaded, loaded question there. Um, yeah, just in general, like I just feel like yeah, an FHA is way more first-time buyer friendly, right? Because it is three and a half percent down. But then you do have the three percent option to go conventional. Um, but then, like I guess at that point, it's like why would somebody pick three and a half percent down over three percent? You know, it's like. I guess yeah so that's a really good question really good question so just because okay so best way to answer that is just because you have a 620 credit score and you have the three percent down doesn't mean that doesn't mean that you're going to get approved for this conventional loan Um, you still have to go through desktop underwriter which is Fannie Mae's online approval system and you have to get approved and there there are a lot more um, 
your debt ratios have to be a little bit less um, and they're and they're not as uh, not even close to as forgiving as FHA FHA you have a 620 with 3% down and uh, okay credit there's a very high likelihood you're gonna get approved uh, getting a getting someone with I'm gonna say last 680 credit score with 3% down they better have a lot of other really good compensating factors such as um, such as maybe low debt ratios, some extra assets in the bank, good job time, a lot of things. So, um, but, but so yeah, that's the main thing you want to say is just because you have those check marks doesn't mean it's going to take you. It takes a really good snapshot of, of the entire financial picture of the buyer. And, and, and then if it takes you, then, then, then you're okay. I, I like to say that going conventional, the, really the, if you're above a 680 credit score is when it starts to make more sense to go conventional. Um, below a 680, the pricing really gets pretty high for mortgage insurance and the interest rates. And, uh, and FHA is fine with it because they have a flat FHA, they have a flat mortgage insurance rate for, uh, for, for all along. Okay. And then last question is, are the rates pretty similar? I know that there's way more that comes into play between the two, like you just explained, but are the interest rates pretty similar on both? Well, yeah, so a lot does come into play, but uh, by and large, FHA rates are, are much less, uh, not much less. I mean, they're, they're significantly less, I'll say, uh, than a conventional. But again, you have to remember, if you're even teeter-tottering or considering one or the other, then, uh, then FHA is probably going to be better interest rate and better terms because they're a lot more forgiving with somebody that isn't um, you know, 780 credit score yeah. or 20% down. So. So uh, the, the, big, the big factor is the mortgage insurance uh, more so than the rate is because you're, you're always going to be, a, you're typically going to be a lot pricier on mortgage insurance with a 650 credit score, putting 5% down. That's going to be a really high mortgage insurance payment. So, yeah. um, but again, then you also have to consider, okay, you're only going to be in it for a certain while until the PMI drops. So it, it, there's a lot that goes into it when you're, again, right around that uh, 660, 680 credit score range. Yeah. That's why I tell people, too. It's like it's so important to just get ahead and speak with a lender at least six months to a year even before you start purchasing. Just so you can kind of see, like, what loan you're going to go with, how much savings do you need, you know, what your credit score is going to be. Um, what you need to do to your credit score as well to get it to where you need to be. So thanks for bringing all that information in. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Uh, you need to, um, you need to, <laughs> unless, unless you're, uh, unless you're 750 credit score with 20% down and, uh, and, uh, uh, same job for the last 10 years, that's a pretty easy loan. But if it, yeah. if you, if you're not quite that, or you're not, uh, you know, maybe you're kind of on the edge, you really need to have an experienced loan officer that, that, that can know all the guidelines and know what's, which way to put you into a loan. So, I mean, it, it can save you th hundreds of thousands of dollars in some cases. Yeah. Well, thank you, Sean. Samantha, thanks for chiming in. I know this isn't really title related. <laughs> yeah, no worries. I feel bad that I haven't really chimed in the last couple of weeks. But. No, it's okay. <laughs> hey, thanks for we'll coming. Do a, we'll, do a big, we'll do a big title one soon, right? Yes. Well, perfect. The next one will be title related. We'll cover related. all sorts of liens and judgments on title. Yeah, actually, the, the next one would be, I, I'd like to make actually a title all about titles. So okay. We could talk yeah. about topics. 
All right, guys. I can talk about the crazy stuff I've seen. Yeah, that would be really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Sean. Thank you, Samantha. I'll talk to you guys next Thanks, week. Guys. No Thanks, guys. Talk to you guys soon. Okay, bye. bye. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the P-Money Show. For more information, follow at Paulina Sells San Diego.